With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers. Well, we're going to finish what we started tonight. Going to overtime, Avalanche and Maple Leafs, it's 1-1. The Leafs did not get a penalty on that play. It looked to me like Nylander flipped the puck over the glass in his own end. The officials huddled. They did not give the Avalanche a power play. Late in the third, a minute 39 left. Sabres up 4-3 on the Capitals. Wild and Blues about to face off. Islanders and Ducks in half an hour. Oilers and Stars tomorrow on 6.30. Chad, 5.30 for the face-off show. And the game will start at 7. The Oil Kings, a couple of games coming up as their season winds down home to medicine hat on friday home to lethbridge on saturday it's fan appreciation night presented by 630 ched kevin radomsky is the director of business operations for the oil kings kevin how have you been sir i'm great how are you I am doing great. It's nice to have you on the show. Very proud that 630 Ched and Ram are helping you guys stage your fan appreciation night. Uh, Lethbridge coming to town, right? That's correct, yeah. Saturday night is Lethbridge. They're, they're the next on the chopping block after we play on Friday. Okay, so for, for fan appreciation night, I'm going to assume uh, maybe some prizes. What's going on? <laughs> Yeah, so what we like to do is, number one, we like to celebrate our fans every night. But on Saturday night, we'll go the extra mile. We're, we're so lucky. Like We have such great, passionate fans here in Edmonton for WHL hockey. And we're going to be giving away a 1,000 bobbleheads of our goalie from last year, Sebastian Kosa. And for those who know, Sebastian's right now playing in the East Coast Hockey League for the Detroit Red Wings farm team in Toledo. And I'll tell you one thing, Reed. What we probably should have done is make this bobblehead just a little taller, because Sebastian Kosa stands six foot six, and he's still growing. But I can tell you that uh, we're going to be handing out a thousand of those bobbleheads via scratch and win, and seventeen hundred other prizes. Twenty-seven hundred prizes we're going to be giving out on Saturday night, and we do it via scratch and win. So you don't need to be the first person through the door. You have the same odds as if you're the last person. So for people coming in with their families and their young kids, you don't need to hustle. It's a six o'clock door, seven o'clock puck drop, and everybody that comes in is going to get a scratch and win card. And you can win things like we're going to be giving away uh, bags of popcorn, hot dogs, gift cards from Tim Hortons, uh, team signed jersey. We're going to be giving away our game used autograph sticks during our T-shirt toss. And then, of course, a thousand Sebastian Kosa bobbleheads. Okay, well, that is amazing. I like the scratch and win 
idea because yes you're right a lot of times with these it's the first x number of fans and if somebody's getting off work or they got to wrangle a bunch of you know family or kids or whatever maybe they can't get there an hour before the game right so i like the scratch and win ticket uh, a lot is it we're winding down are there just three home games left for you guys now <laughs> isn't that crazy like like it's it's so funny that when you when you plan a season like we've already been deep into the planning for next year and so you kind of catch yourself saying like oh wow you know like when it was January we've only got a couple months left and all of a sudden you snap your fingers and we have three games we have this Friday we have this Saturday which is fan appreciation and our final game of the year is next Saturday against the Calgary Hitmen and we're all done so we've got three games at home we've got three games on the road and she's too funny look we all knew that it was going to be a bit of a rebuilding year for the oil kings uh, they've I mean, they won in Regina last week. They beat they beat <laughs> Bedard. Uh, they got a point against Winnipeg. They had a tough one against Brandon. That's kind of how the season's going to go when you got a young uh, rebuilding team. But they're working hard and building for next year. And I believe you guys are already giving people a chance to jump in on next season, right? Yeah, and you're exactly right, Reed. Like For people who follow junior hockey, it's all part of the cycle. We won the Ed Chanel Cup, the WHL Championship, last year. And you look at all of our players that are now playing meaningful hockey for the St. Louis Blues with Jake Neighbors. You, you have uh, Gooley for the Montreal Canadiens, uh, in, you know, COSA in the East Coast League. And so then, of course, we knew that this year was going to be a learning year. And what we decided is we wanted to make sure that we challenge ourselves about the value. And what we've started for next season, season seats for 34 Oil Kings home games next year start at $299 for all 34 games. So it's just over $8.50 each. And one of the cornerstones of the Edmonton Oil Kings is the affordability. We want to make sure that the financial barriers are lessened or removed so that young families, young people, or groups of people can come out and enjoy tremendous WHL hockey at Rogers Place. All right. Well, and it, it always is a great time to go to the games. So uh, you got the Friday game, the Saturday game at 7 against Lethbridge, Fan Appreciation Night presented by 630 Chad. Oh, by the way, Kevin, I don't know if anybody even told you this. I might have I might have done something a little bit on the download. I got some tickets to give away. So there I'm going to do that in a couple minutes too. Uh, did, I, did I miss anything else? Anything you want to make sure you get out there? Yeah, for anyone, like, again, like as if you haven't been to Oil Kings game yet this year, make sure you, you come check us out. Seats start at $20. They're available at oilkings.ca. We'd love to have you out there. And like I can tell you that for our fan appreciation, we're going to have almost a full lower bowl. And at Rogers Place, that's 9300 It's a huge lower bowl for junior hockey. And for our final game of the year, we're already six sections into the upper deck. So we're really, really excited about the support that we've received both from our season seat holders and from the fans here at Edmonton. And we're just thrilled to be able to offer this great hockey at a great uh, affordable price. $20 a seat, oilkings.ca. Well, that's great that people are coming out here for the final few games for sure. Kevin, thanks for doing this. Uh, love your energy. You, you, I mean, you, there's so many great people working there with the Oil Kings. Uh, so thanks a lot for hopping on tonight. And, of course, I'll be seeing you around the rink. Thanks, Reed. Have a great evening. Kevin Radomski is the Director of Business Operations for your Edmonton Oil Kings. All right, Kellen, uh, we, we, we have those tickets for sure. We you do. You got them in the vault there secured so yes. we can give them out to somebody? Yes, I have them in a manila envelope. Okay. Manila envelope? <laughs> don't, manila, don't, manila. don't seal it. No. <laughs> okay. So it's unsealable. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, I, we're going to give...
Oh, Matthew's just missed a one-timer to win the game. We're going to give away the tickets. You have to answer a trivia question live on air. Now, I used to be uh, a bit of a putz about it, and I wouldn't tell the question till people called in. So now I give the question, and then people can call in during the commercial and uh, and get in line sort of and answer it. I think it's a pretty easy question, especially if you're any sort of an Oil Kings fan. So 780-496-0063, get in the queue. Is this four tickets to the game on Saturday? Four tickets, We got yes. four tickets to the game on Saturday, Fan Appreciation Night, and you can win all these great prizes as well. 780-496-0063. Who was the first goaltender taken in the 2021 NHL draft? Who was the first goaltender taken in the 2021 NHL draft? Back with your answers. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com. All right, Avalanche beat the Maple Leafs 2-1 in a shootout. We got Ian Herbers, Golden Bears hockey head coach, coming up here from PEI, or the uh, Golden Bears play Windsor in a quarterfinal Friday morning, 9 a.m. Edmonton time. To get four tickets to the Oil Kings fan appreciation night on Saturday against Lethbridge, here's the question. I think it's pretty straightforward. Who was the first goaltender taken in the 2021 NHL draft? Ross had the quickest fingers to dial in. Ross, thanks for listening to the show. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you, Reid? I'm doing excellent. Do you know the answer? Yes, I sure do. It's Sebastian Cosa. And as a bonus, maybe we'll get you a canned ham if you know the bonus. Uh, do you know who took him and where in the in the first round? You've already got the tickets. This is a oh, bonus. Yeah. Detroit, Detroit took him. I think it was for like 14th, uh, 15th overall, I believe. He, he was 15th, 15th overall. And do you remember yeah. the other goaltender that was up uh, in the first round? The, oh, I'm, that's oh. Is it was it Jesper Waldstad? Yes, I think? you had a great yeah. memory. You're related to Stoffer, probably. Uh, <laughs> we live right beside each other. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, you feel my pain, do you? Because that was the uh, now. Another crazy thing is, a lot of people wanted the Oilers to get one of these goalies, and Wallstead was there at 20. But the Oilers traded down and took Pergo. Now, maybe Skinner is making people feel better about that decision not to get a goalie. I don't know. I wanted Wallstead, too, but we'll see what happens, I guess. So, tough to say, you know. Have you been to a lot of Oil Kings games? No, not, actually, this year I haven't been to any, to be honest with you. Okay, well, I'm glad you're going Saturday. Oilers are in the afternoon, so you can uh, watch or listen to them and then go to the Oil Kings in the evening. It's going to be a good day. I awesome. got to get you to stay on the line for a couple minutes because Kellen's going to take down your info and let you know how to get the tickets and all that fun stuff. Thanks a lot, Reed. That is Ross checking in. So, yes, Sebastian Cosa was the first goaltender taken in the 2021 NHL draft. To all the, I, I think we had a full board of calls. I, I, I wish everybody could win something. You all win my admiration which unfortunately will not get you to the game on Saturday. <laughs> anyway, uh, okay, let's do it. Now, we have to tape this with Herbie because obviously it's uh, pretty late out there in PEI, but uh, the Golden Bears are getting ready to go with another shot at the University Cup. Their uh, head coach is Ian Herbers. Ian, help. welcome back to the show. How are you doing? Good, Reed. Thank you. Nice to have you on the show again. Congratulations on another appearance at Nationals. How does this week sort of play out i know there's practice but i assume there's some other events and festivities uh the players have to attend to as well I, I, kind of a different than a normal week obviously 
Yeah, a uh, tough travel to start with. We left early Monday morning, connected Toronto, got into Halifax late, had dinner in Halifax, stayed in Halifax, and we actually had a good practice Tuesday morning in Halifax where nobody's watching, no other teams are around, nobody knew we were there. Uh, enabled us to work on our specialty teams, a few other things that we wanted to get ready for this weekend coming up. And then we jumped on the bus and and came to Charlottetown here where we had a good practice today. Um, we have a tea or banquet tonight. Uh, the U Sports Banquet is tonight, the awards and everything presentations. Uh, coaches meeting, going through everything on the tournament tonight afterwards. And games start tomorrow at noon, uh, the first games, and then seven. And we'll have another day of practice just to make sure we're sharp and ready and we get going Friday at 12 a.m. or 12 p.m. Atlantic time here. 9 a.m. Mountain time. I know you guys have been doing morning practices, I think 7 or 7.30. So did you adjust the clocks to Atlantic time or did you get, tell your guys, let's stay on mountain time since you got a 9 a.m. game? <laughs> we're, we're on the Atlantic time, but we just talked about after practice today. And I said, well, this is when we'd be starting our practice back home and uh, our game. And so we, we practiced at 9 or 10 o'clock today. So um, it was a good skate. And that's so our guys now know that it's the same time as we're practicing. We're up. We've had great practices for the most part throughout the entire season, uh, especially the last couple of weeks here in the last two days have been very good. So just carrying that momentum, that energy. I know it's some teams or people say it's a crutch playing that early game coming out from the time change and everything else. Uh, but with our preparation, we should be fine. What do you know about Windsor? Uh, they should have the best goalie of the year. I think that would be probably the, who was announced tonight. Um, so very good goaltending. They play very stingy. They don't give you very much. I didn't notice many two-on-ones, three-on-ones, breakaway opportunities against them in the games I've been watching. So we've got to go out and earn those opportunities. Uh, one thing I did notice was a lot of teams didn't get a lot of traffic in front of them. So we got to make sure we've got bodies in his eyes and stay in there, making it very difficult. So our forwards are driving, using our speed, uh, pushing these D back, uh, getting around them, getting to the net, getting bodies and pucks to the net. Uh, and then just playing uh, specialty teams, as always, will need to be key. Our power play will have to keep clicking. We'll need both units firing away. Uh, and our penalty kill has been very good here during postseason. So we need that being sharp as well and not giving up any easy or freebie, freebie goals to the other team. Uh, and then just staying away from the big major blunders. Um, you're going to make mistakes during a tournament, and that's going to happen. But if we can just keep it to a minimum, um, play our good, sound, relentless game, uh, take away chances and opportunities, take away their time and space, we should be okay. All right. Uh, there have been several tournaments, obviously, in Atlantic Canada over the years. What's uh, what's the vibe like for a tournament like this, in, in whether it's in Charlottetown or in some of the Atlantic communities? I mean, a lot of the universities out there, a lot of tradition, and it seems like a lot of supports for uh, university sports. Well, obviously a very small community here in the winter. I think it quadruples during the summertime. Um, but going out for dinners with the team and getting around town, walking around, we just stopped. Uh, Dallas Ansel, my assistant coach, and I stopped at a coffee shop on the way home from practice. Uh, people here are excited about the tournament and seeing these games, the quality of hockey that will be played here. Uh, so it's going to be a tough game for the Dinos Friday with that home opener and playing UPEI right off the bat. And they'll have a ton of energy. They'll be well-rested and they'll be prepared for Calgary, which I'm assuming they've been expecting for a while. Uh, and in the past, we've known that game where we've had to play the host team in their building. So it's a tough, hard game. All right. Ian, thanks for checking in. I know it's uh, busy with the banquet and everything today, but of course, all the best at the tournament. And I'm sure we'll uh, talk to you, one of your guys next week.
Perfect. Thank you, Reed. Right on. So uh, Ian Herbert is ready to go play Windsor. It's 9 a.m. Mountain Time on Friday, and they play the winner of Calgary, Prince Edward Island. So Calgary, the number one seed, they got to play the host. Sometimes that goes sideways for the favorites. Having said that, I would love to see Alberta and Calgary in a semifinal, national semifinal, after the Dinos beat the Bears 2-1 in the uh, best of three Canada West final. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some other th- notes here. You probably interesting. Aaron Rodgers looks like he's leaving the Packers for the New York Jets. As the Jets uh, seems like whenever the Jets have a good quarterback, it, well, it, it seems most of the time the Jets don't have a good quarterback, or if they do have a good quarterback, he's only good for. A year or two, and then he's not very good. Mm -hmm. I don't know. A lot of long-suffering Jets fans out there. Uh, Apparently, Uh, he came up with that decision after a darkness retreat, Reed Wilkins. Do we have one of the clips from the the McAfee show? I am looking to see here. Actually, yes, we do. Play the one coming to grips with leaving the Packers. Okay. Where is it here? Here it is. You know, my side, love and appreciation, gratitude for everything that Green Bay has done for me. So much love and gratitude and just heart open for the Packer fans and what it meant to be their quarterback. And also the reality of the situation, you know, like it is what it is. The Packers would like to move on. They've let me know that in so many words. They've let other people know that in direct words. And because I still have that fire and I I, want to play and I would like to play in New York, uh, it's just a matter of um, you know, getting that done at this point. All right. And uh, looks like, I, I, it looks like the Nuge is going to be a dad. Yes. Apparently his uh, his wife, Bree, posted that they are expecting in August. So there you go. Exciting stuff. Nuge having a career year and uh, fatherhood on the horizon as well, which is pretty cool. All right. It was cool to have you check out the show tonight. Quickly just updating you uh, what happened again. Colorado getting past the Leafs 2-1 in a shootout. The Capitals beat the Sabres 5-4. They came from behind in that game, also went to a shootout. Wild and Blues early on, just a couple minutes in, no score. Islanders and Ducks will start in about 10 minutes. We got the Oilers and the Stars tomorrow on 6.30, Chet, 5.30 for the face-off show, and the puck will drop at 7. Cam Moon and Bob Stoffer will have the call there. Thanks to Dave Campbell. He's the producer of Inside Sports. Kellen Kennedy, your studio producer. My name's Reed. Thanks for listening. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada.
Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.